the get open. Oh, no, I did that last time. I can't do that again, right? It's some sort of... Um, Trying to do Arthur it. again. Can't to do... Well, you know, Arthur. Arthur's Arthur. I, I, I kind of miss him. He was... He was... Um, he was a, a benevolent Henry McMaster. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, who are we then? We are two old goats, T-O-O, old goats. And uh, there's a couple places you can check us out. We're on uh, Facebook at Two Old Goats. We also are on Gmail at uh, Two Old Goats. And um, we are available um, on podcast. Best way to find us, though, is on Facebook. Go to our Facebook page, uh, Two Old Goats, and all of our uh, things are there. We are in the um, pod space. Um, it's uh, it's interesting the distribution of that, but um, again, uh, don't want to move off the track. I do want to start, um, I, and I I really don't know how to start other than a recommendation. If you have managed not to see the videos from Memphis. Then don't. 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 Um, I've, I, I, I mean, I, I, I'm kind of a news junkie. I've seen it all. I mean, I've seen the poundings, the beatings, the knees on the neck. Um, we've seen, quote, unquote, uh, defenders turn into vigilantes and kill people. Um, we, we've just seen some things that, are horrific and then when you add in the shootings the mass shootings that we have um your mind gets to the point or i should say my mind gets to the point where you know i've seen it before and we haven't found a way to fix it so uh, you you become kind of (sighs) numb and I, I don't know if numb is the word or oblivious or, or whatever, indifferent, um, unmoved, uh, whatever word that, that fits. But I watched the video and the violence that eventually killed that young man was horrific. I mean, it was as hard to watch as we have seen before. What set this apart for me was the callous disregard for human life. And I'm not talking about the officers that had them posted on the ground and were beaten on them. And I'm, th- I'm pretty sure we're going to hear some interesting testimony from those two gentlemen. I use the term as a placeholder, not as a reference. Um, but what bothered me even more than the violence that those two police officers were doing to push that young man to the ground, what bothered me more was the police officer that repeatedly walked over and drop kicked this young man. This is not a police officer that was under stress. He was not 
involved in the actual face-to-face with the man who died. He just walked up, inserted himself into the violence, and drop-kicked this kid while people watched. People in uniform watched. It was like an event because you saw the circle of cars and you saw police officers milling around while this was going on. And I thought to myself, this is just unbelievable. It's just, un- I, I, this is, we have hit the worst. And then another member of law enforcement steps into this view of the camera with a baton extends that baton and then walks over and he adds to the beating. Again, this is someone who was not involved in the heat of the moment. These were people with a callous disregard for human life. And it scared me. Just wanting to get their hit in. It's ridiculous. It's just damn, it's damning to have to watch that, that they killed this kid. And for what reason? No, they murdered him. They didn't kill yeah. him. Yeah. They murdered him. For, you for know, what it, reason? For a traffic stop? When, uh, they murdered him and, uh, because of frenzy. I think it's... Um, it's like the smell of blood. Well, they get their adrenaline flowing, but you know, that's this is just unreal for us to even have this. I take offense to the news agencies putting it on. I realize that some people have to see it to see how horrific it is, but I don't want to see it. And I don't want our kids to see this. No. This no. is not what we think of ourselves in this country this is a picture of very evil human beings it's not a a picture of police officers it's not a picture of law enforcement or anyone trying to protect us it's a picture of evil That's a good way to describe it, Bill. As I sit here, the hair on my arms is standing up. I, something has to be done that as if the 400 plus young black men that went before him did not say something to you. Please. Think of the baton and the drop kick. That has got to be fixed. I don't know where in their training they would get the idea that that's acceptable. They teach cops how to restrain people. They teach them how to get somebody down so that they're not going to hurt themselves and they're not going to hurt the police officer. But when you've got him down and he's restrained and you go and kick him and you beat him, these guys, exactly, they're evil. And they should have never been cops. Never. It's, uh, I, 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 again, it was bad enough 
what they did to that young man for a traffic ticket. But the piling on to me addresses the mindset of some people who are allowed to carry a gun. Well, and that that's I mean, I think it's like everything else, John. I, I would hope it's like everything else that, you know, who the bad apples are, you know, I mean, if you're any good at what you do, you know who the really good ones are and you know who the really bad ones are. And I, I think that it's incumbent on those who care about their craft or their honor or their mission to not allow people in there that will paint them all with this evil. I, I, I'm, I, I've got to get off the pulpit here. Uh, I mean, it's just, I, 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 it moved me. It, it really was like, this is where we've come that you can just walk up and kick a man on the ground. You can take a baton and hit him over the head and beat them with it when they are beyond defenseless. And people don't try to restrain you. I mean, it's bad enough that you're the evil, but it's condoning the evil. Well, um, if this had been white tops doing it, there would be people in the streets now, and oh. Memphis would probably be burning now. Atlanta would be burning um, and, you know, I argue with myself about making that statement because I did make that statement. And I thought to myself, was that a racist statement that, thank God, it wasn't white cops? I mean, is that racist to say that? Well, it would be a different circumstance if it was. These being absolutely cops that did this is just unbelievable t to me because— what mindset do they have to go after this kid and beat him to death? What, what mindset do these guys have? When I grew up and after I got out of the Army, police tried to recruit me. It's all you had to do was you didn't have to have a high school diploma to be a cop then. Now it requires you to have an associate degree become a cop but i think there's many people that are in law enforcement that want the power to have that gun to make them realize that when you're around a cop you got to do this or you got to do that but you got to be straight but it gives them power over everybody else because they've got a weapon and you don't it's uh, these guys though they, I don't think they're the, the, the mainstream police officers. No, absolutely not. Uh, since they've been fired, the, the, even the police department fired them quickly. They've got the video out. They're trying to be in front of this. I don't think there's any way to get in front of this. This is, like you said, it's murder. They murdered this kid for no reason except they had an adrenaline rush. Yeah, it's no, it's anyway, uh, we move on. We move we, on. We move on. Well, can we have we laughed enough about Kevin McCarthy? <laughs> Probably not. 
See, I, this guy, and I mean, how do you discipline and lead a team when that team can take away your job on a whim? I, I, I mean, I, I mean, how do you lead like that? Well, he's not leading very well. I don't think he's going to be there very long. I think somebody's going to get pissed at him, and they're going to decide, let's call for this. Let's see if we can have him removed. And you never know. He might get removed. What happens if they call for that? It only takes one person now. Yeah, yeah. And how many votes do they They've got to get 218 votes to keep him there, or is it? I don't know if it's just a simple majority <laughs> vote or not. But you got to, I think you have to look at the line. <laughs> he set himself up that it's, he's got to, you know, kowtow or however way you want to do it. He's got to do that to a lot of people in there that are on the extreme. Mm -hmm. And there's a dozen or 20 uh, people in the house that you would say are extreme in the right wing. And we probably got a dozen that are in the left wing, but they're not causing a lot of problems. And it just seems to be his party with them cutting the uh, ethics committee back its funding. So they can't investigate themselves on ethics violations. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't get that. I mean, it's well, like it's, the Supreme Court. They have no ethic, ethical guidelines to go by. That came out in this report about them, uh, about the leak of the Roe v. Wade document or the Dobbs decision. Uh, it came out when they did their report that they don't have really any oversight on themselves. And none of the judges or justices were sworn when they gave their testimony. So huh? I don't get it. I mean, you and I, if we whoa, 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 lie to up. Congress or somebody, we get our butts thrown in jail. Well, they don't, but they're beyond be that, I guess. Well, no, it's just, it, it's like we, we're cutting out the middleman here. The rich people will get a lawyer. They'll never go to jail. So we just don't bother with the rich people. You know, it's just playing. Let's let's. It, it's odds. <laughs> you know, you're playing the numbers here. Like, why are we go? You know, and and speaking of you know playing the odds, well, um, is the world a better place after the January sixth committee uh, dissolved? I don't think so. Well, I mean, what did they do? Well, they put out a report, and okay. the report has some damning stuff in there. But if you are a hardcore Trumper. You wouldn't believe anything in it, even though all these people have testimony. Gates was on TV last night saying that Cassidy Hutchinson's a known liar. And well, he would know what one was. And I go, I don't get that part because I don't remember anybody saying that she lied about anything. But he comes out and says she's a known liar. But this testimony she gave was under oath. And if she's a known liar, then that testimony would be perjury. And she would be in jail for that. Now, but, uh, go ahead. Uh, it's just, it's all a tempest in a teapot is what I'm saying. Um, 
it's like even down in Georgia, in, in, in Fulton County, and, and having me even talking about this, this probably is going to come back and haunt me when the indictments or are, are delivered and who they're to. But I, I'm still waiting for the shoe to drop here. I mean, we've we've heard the testimony or, I mean, the interesting term testimony. Uh, some of us watched some of the hearings. Some of us watched a lot more than others. I watched more of the Watergate uh, than I did this one. But um, I, I, I just don't see I, I'm waiting to see what happens w- when the cloud of dust clears. And I don't see anything happening. Um, I, I, I just, you know, this is it's all a play that odds are that the Republicans were going to take everything back in the House and much bigger than they thought, but they still thought they were going to win. So, you know, we'll just bluster right on up to this thing and spend a lot of money and and talk about things that uh, for most intensive purposes that the people didn't care about. They had very little readership or viewership uh, compared to other hearings. I, I just don't think it was there was ever an intent to do anything. And that's, you know, I hear, OK, the Southern District of New York, when he's out of the White House, I hear the um, grand jury in Manhattan. Uh, I hear, you know, I hear all of this allusion to smoke, but I don't see any fire. And I, I, my question is, is there such a thing as fire? Well, you would think the Justice Department's going to do something out of this, but we've seen them only go after, so far, the people that went into the Capitol. That's the only people that they've attacked so far. But, I mean, they did more damage when they elected, uh, aside from the four people that died, please forgive me for saying that, but... I mean, they were much more successful in moving the ball, was probably the better term, when um, McCarthy got elected and they started throwing people out and moving people around and just um, defanging everything. Uh, it, it To me, it just shows just even h- how ill-advised the people were at January 6th. I mean, four people died. A couple of people got slaps on the wrist. A couple of the Proud Boys got some hard time, but they kind of wanted that. Uh, I mean, they'll be kings on the court, won't they? I think they might be. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I'm again, I'm beating this horse to death. You know, show me something, mister. I, I, I don't see anything. You know, I, I, I want to see Fulton County indict a seated United States senator. Well, that's still a possibility. They, I'm glad that they did not release the grand jury testimony yet because the DA in Fulton County said she wanted to get all her indictments out before they get the testimony out. And what I hear on that and something that I didn't understand, the grand jury that everyone was testifying to cannot return indictments. They could only return that report. The report was turned over to the Fulton County, and now Fulton County is taking that report to the grand jury or to a grand jury that can do indictments. Is that how the 
Is that how it's the machinations of it? I mean, that's how I read it. The grand jury, well, my experience is that the grand jury is presented a case to them. And the grand jury would say it's a true bill. And when it's a true bill, that's an indictment. Mm-hmm. Now, that's what they're at now. They got the first grand jury was to get all the testimony so that the DA can put her case together. Once she's done that, she'll go back to a new grand jury or the same one. I think it's a new one and say, this is the case we've got. And the grand jury will say, this is a good case. They call it a true bill. Mm-hmm. And if it's a true bill, then that's the indictment against. Mm-hmm. And then they'll issue the indictments. Well, it will be interesting to see uh, what happens there. I mean, I, that a lot of what's going on in Fulton County it was recorded. So, I mean, it's not a question, well, that's not what I really said. Well, it is. <laughs> you know, it is. I tell you somebody else that uh, that um, I, I is, am, am interested in see what happens with him is Mark Meadows. Well, I mean, we don't know if he flipped or not. Nobody well, North, Car- North Carolina indicted him on voter fraud because he registered f- for living in a trailer park that he didn't even own. And But we don't hear anything about that. I mean, why is that not moving forward? Well, we don't know about But, you know, it's sort of like, to me, it's sort of like, we'll go back to uh, Arthur Ravenel Jr. Junior. 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 When Junior. he was Secretary of State in South Carolina. He was indicted for possession of cocaine. Oh, you're talking about you're talking about uh, Thomas. Yeah, I'm sorry. He was he was the what are you the treasurer? What was he? I'll have to Google that. He was something. He was yeah. That's Thomas. He's that's the guy that's in um, Southern Charm. Well, the way the newspapers reported it, that he had 454 grams of cocaine. Now, me being a chemistry major, when I started out, I realized real quick, that's a pound of cocaine. But why didn't the newspapers report it as a pound of cocaine? They reported as 454 grams of cocaine, which to the person that knows nothing about drugs would think, well, how much is that? Because it's, they said it in metric system. And if you said uh, truthfully a pound of cocaine, that would put a different picture. It would be paint a different picture to the public. I, I believe that's enough for distribution, isn't it? <laughs> I think over you know six or eight grams in pot. Uh, what is it? Over three ounces or something? Uh, who knows? But who, you know, twenty-eight grams is an ounce. So yeah, uh, it, it's well. I mean. It's the spin that's put on, uh, I mean, the Ravenel family, it's, you know, it, which leads us um, to, you know, probably something we ought to spend a little bit of time on is the Murdochs. Um, that's some crazy stuff. Well, but, I, I just don't understand this guy. He was well, in too deep or whatever, but for him well, to murder his wife, his son, this guy can't yeah, be mean, normal at all. What if all. he didn't do it? Well, you know, well, that's I the mean, way they're well, painting it. 
What? Well, I mean, I, I'm not saying that he wasn't involved in it. Um, what? This guy. I mean, how can you have that much bad luck? <laughs> I mean, this guy. I mean, he was the black sheep, I guess, of the family. That, um, and you know, and apparently they weren't paying attention to him. And the good old boy network over there in, in Hampton is alive and well in South Carolina. Oh yes, that um, I again that this whole thing's kind of funny to me because I say to myself, "Well, South Carolina." <laughs> what did you expect, Joe? Is that, is that, I mean, you know, you know, when you're going to get to the new part, just because you changed the name. I mean, that kind of craziness been going on in this state since, you know, the, the proprietors. <laughs> you know, I mean, oh, that's sort of the mentality. I mean, South Carolina still has a plantation mentality. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Thank you. That That's the word I was looking for. Still has the plantation mentality. That's right. For people that don't understand, that means that I'm better than you because I'm white. Yeah. That's what it is. And anybody else, you know, you're inferior to me. And mm. that's what was going on, I think, with Murdoch. He grew up in a family that had been the solicitor of Hampton County for generations. They'd been lawyers. And I think he just got in so deep. He got somebody on his side that says, yeah, we can skim all this money. So now they're even going back and looking at the death of the housekeeper. Absolutely. Because that's I mean, where some of that, I mean, where the money stealing began. It's, I, I, I mean, first of all, Harpootlian, who's the lead defense attorney, is a piece of work to start with. I mean, I love watching him. I mean, he's just like something out of a Faulkner novel. That <laughs> it's, it's just, or... Or I, I maybe I was I was being generous. Maybe I should say out of a Tennessee Williams play. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's what Dick Harpulian is. I think they're going to set this guy up for being crazy. Well, I mean, he's got all indications that he is. Yeah, but that defense doesn't win as often as you think. You got to lay it out. Yeah, I mean, you, you got to lay out all the crazy shit. Well, he, well, I, now, now we just now we contain um, explicit material. Yeah, I guess so. I guess I said I said. Well, anyway, but that, you know that's as that's some funny stuff. There, great as uh, as Nikki would say, what a great day in South Carolina. I looked at the uh, little bit of the video from the local channel yesterday, and who did I see in the audience? But Charlie Condon. Charlie a, Condon, a former attorney general for South Carolina, he's that not in prison. Really, somewhere? just shafted the Amer uh, the the citizens of South Carolina by taking uh, three cases to the Supreme Court and lost every one of them. Well, at least he's consistent. Yeah, boy. Yeah. Well, let's just leave it there with Charlie Condon. I, actually, I think I went to high school with Charlie Condon. Now that I think about it, you have my sympathy. Well, I because mean, he's a piece of work too. Well, he's a lawyer. And you a know, politician. I, I I love my hometown, uh, and uh, it's quirky. <laughs> that's, that's that's all I'm gonna say. 
It's quirky. The reason that Columbia is the capital of South Carolina is that they thought that Charleston was way too liberal way, way, way back when. And they moved the capital to Columbia so that they could have better control. Yeah. Well, when Trey Gowdy is a governor, we'll be in a better place. Oh, my God. All righty. That's going to wrap it up for this week. We'll see you next time.